Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 133 of the Chairbone of Chance podcast. My name is Chairbone of InfiniteBacklog.com, and reports of my death are greatly exaggerated. Joining me this evening is Chance of the games of Chance.blogspot.com and Alex of the Daily Crackpot.blogspot.com. Thank you both for holding it down so well in my absence. Oh, oh I think those were the best episodes we ever did. I absolutely was, was the ones absolutely. you weren't around. Yeah, I was. I, I was. I'm a fan of the intro. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, okay, that's uh, that is the most sampled track ever used. Can anyone name it? I, I, Grandmaster I if Flash, I'm listening to it, I could. Grandmaster Flash absolutely did sample it, but he is not the originator. Oh, I don't know what it is I, then. I, if I was listening to it, I can name the song, but I like that song. Uh, what it is is it's called Apache. Ah, okay. By the Incredible Bongo Band. <laughs> which was which was actually like just a band of a bunch of musicians that were hired to create background music. And they did an album called Bongo Rock and it became a massive hit in Canada. <laughs> because the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation the that had that has radio stations all over the country, everyone listened to CBC back in the 70s. They convinced, they lied and said that it was in a Canadian recording. And we have to have a certain percentage of Canadian uh, content on any broadcast channel. So it became huge. It became huge in Canada and ended up, and like, for, it disappeared for years. But then uh, there was, uh, I think Earth, Wind & Fire did a song called Apache. Apache, jump on it. Apache. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, that again sampled the track. And it just kept going for oh, years. They, okay, I was going to call it that song, yeah. Yeah, it kept going for years. But yeah, it's it's called Apache. And it's from like the fucking 60s. I mean, have <laughs> I a bad time song. at a wedding with that song. Try it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, one of, one of my favorite clip shows ever is still just where I line up a bunch of moves to... Doom, 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 bam! Like, oh, I love that. I love that. But I think getting a little bit off topic here. Welcome back, Chamberlain. We missed you. Hello. Hello. So, uh, uh should we start with movies? Uh, I have not watched much in my absence. So, what absolutely. Have you watched? Nothing, really. <laughs> I've, been, I've been playing things. I haven't really watched anything. But what'd you, what'd you guys see? What'd you watch? I saw Deadpool 2. Oh. Yeah, me too. It's not bad. It is not bad. I actually rewatched it recently with a friend. It's it's got better jokes, I think, than the first one. Hmm. I do. I don't. I don't know. The diabetes jokes kind of wore on me. It's like, no. what would you be saying about this kid if you weren't a little heavy? Yeah, yeah. But Domino was fucking awesome. Yeah, he was. Yeah, she was. The relationship with him and Colossus kind of developing was fucking awesome. Uh, the um, Mister Invisible gag was fucking great. That was pretty good. And, uh, and that section where, yeah, like that whole sequence, like it, it didn't have anything akin to the moment on the bridge where he punches Colossus and shatters his hands over and over. <laughs> that like, was that was amazing. Yeah, it didn't have anything as good as that. But when his team deploys and the outcome of their deployment, that was pretty good. <laughs> that was a fun ass climax. Yeah, no, it was it was yeah, it was good. So, and okay. I love how like they're just like. In the beginning, they're like, yeah, we killed Vanessa. Yeah, we're sorry. Hey, guess what? There's time travel in this movie. Don't get too upset. <laughs> so uh, I have not seen it, but I, I do require one small spoiler. Alrighty. How do they take care of Juggernaut? Because Juggernaut well. is more well. powerful than any of them. They right. deal with it well. Yep. yep. Well, and they really establish that he is more powerful than any of them. Okay. Very colossal. That, that I mean, leads to the funniest Colossus. sequence in the whole movie. It really okay. did, but but I felt like they didn't lead into it enough. I felt like you could have gone full X-rated with that sequence, and it would have been funnier. 
I thought they did. You barely saw anything. It was always I mean, clouded in shadow. Yeah. I mean, granted, they're they're like little baby legs, so maybe it'd be inappropriate. But at the same time, is anyway. Whatever. Well, is it, that it, when it's, he gets torn the, in half and he's growing back? Yeah. The amount of weird that was in that movie and that how funny it still managed to be is really impressive. Uh, if we don't get a threequel, I'll be pretty disappointed. It, that's impossible at this point. I also okay. saw Mission Impossible Fallout. Okay, I ah. have it. How's that going? Which everyone is saying is like one of the greatest action movies of all time. Okay. No, it's not. I didn't think so. <laughs> it's, it's, okay. it's, it's good. It's better than the last couple Mission Impossibles, which for me is not a big leap to make. Is it better than Rogue Nation? Uh, yeah. But I, I wasn't think crazy I, about Rogue Nation. I didn't care much for Rogue Nation. Um, but uh, one of the things, a writer on uh, one of the Gawker sites, which I guess are the Gizmodo sites now, pointed out something that was super true to me as I was watching it. It's shot very differently from a lot of action movies you've seen. And the point of the way they're shooting it is to show that that's really Tom Cruise hanging onto the bottom of that helicopter. And Tom Cruise actually does a halo jump for this movie. But nothing in you see in the movie is like, I would have believed this less if it were on a green screen. It all looks like it's, you know, was just a movie, shot for a movie, very safe. And there's a lot of shots that that just kind of linger too long on Tom Cruise doing this um, to really hammer home that it's really Tom Cruise doing this at the expense of of your kind of uh, of communicating the um, the action kind of is a good way to put it. Too much on Tom. Yeah, it's like look at what Tom Cruise is doing. Tom Cruise is doing a thing, and then it ends with this super gross kind of romanticism of his character, Ethan Hunt, who will always be there to save us whenever evil rears its head. <laughs> I sleep okay because I know that you're out there. I mean, this, uh, are we surprised he has a messiah complex? Uh, yeah. So I think it's in his contract. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like I, I was really talking up Night and Day last week, and and this is not as to, for my money, this is not as good as Night and Day. There's I still need to see that. There's a Tom Cruise movie called Night and Day, K N I G H T, and with Cameron Diaz, and uh, that is a fun show. That is a fun show. I would watch that again before I watch this again. And I've I already keep, seen that one like three times. I keep forgetting how amazing he was in Tropic Thunder. Yeah, yeah. But that was shortly after his Jerry Maguire days. When he was like, I really can, like, uh, have a lot of fun with this. And he went and had some fun with it. I mean, like, And then never did again. Yeah. But, like, that, that that one line where he's just like, which one to use the key grip? You. Punch that guy. <laughs> I that I don't know why, but that's just one of the... I, I laughed so hard the first time I saw that. Wasn't that based forget. off um, Weinstein? N- either Weinstein or um, uh, Rahm Emanuel's brother. Number... Almost 100% I heard it was based on Weinstein. Well, damn, I need to watch that again. Either way, he's an awful person. Uh, criminal. He's, he's in prison. Straight Went straight to prison. He's in prison? Oh, yeah. Weinstein? Yeah. Well, he's rape going charges. to prison. He's pled guilty. Charges. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Yeah, it is. Um, He hired ex-Mossad agents to terrorize women who threatened him. <laughs> he's a monster. And those guys are going to prison, too. Oh, that's really nice to hear. Isn't it? Every once in a while, there is justice. There's good stuff. You just got to dig for it. The media is not going to give it to you. So, video games. Yes. Uh, Chamberlain, you have the floor. Uh, well, I've been gone for a little while. And and in that time, I intentionally kind of pushed at the boundaries of things that I normally play. 
And the first episode you guys did with me, Alex, you did kind of a play-by-play of Slay the Spire mm-hmm. while you were playing it. And that went okay. But it really... Yeah, no, uh, it didn't. You're being very generous. <laughs> it got, I, believe, I believe Chance's words were, killed the podcast dead, end quote. <laughs> and I, I, I don't agree. think I said that. Oh, yes, you did. Uh, I, I, I believe one of you begged to take it out. The other one said, no, the world must pay for your hubris. Yeah, yeah Alex that begged it. to take it out. And I'm like, no, no, we're, we're putting that in there so everyone can see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, it did convince me to download and play Slay the Spire. And it's pretty good. I, I do enjoy it. I, I, I'm still trying to figure out how to get past, you know, the second area. I can get past the first area pretty much every time, but getting past the city just doesn't really seem to happen because I cannot find the balance between offense and defense. Uh, you can get past the city. The one place right after it will just wipe your, wipe you out. See, it's, Every time I try to play super conservative with it and grab nothing but defensive options, then I can't do enough damage. If yep. I grab only offensive options, then this guy will walk up and hit me for 30 points of damage all at once, and Wait, it just doesn't work. So are you playing as the warrior dude? Yeah, still as the warrior dude. I'm trying to unlock, get, get all his unlocks before I do the other stuff. Yeah, I'm almost there. He is the most stable. The The, if, the rogue is fun, but it, 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 if you you know lose sight of the ball, you can die in two turns. Yeah, see, he's got he's got hit points and he's got automatic healing at the end of every fight, yeah. which helps a lot. So just, I yeah. I messed with that, which is good. And you guys, Chance, you're completely correct that the art design in this game is atrocious. I, I I want them to make a sequel with art design. Yeah, I mean, there's there's one guy, there's one of the beasts that looks like an avocado. Yep. That has gone to seed, like little mm-hmm. things sticking out of it, and there's no animation on the characters. It's really it's like, I want to take this mechanics and have, like, Arc System Works do something. Yeah. Like, there's this one dude who's named mm-hmm. Slaver, who might as well be called Lanky Shepherd. Ugh, and it's just, on. it's it's lame. Yeah. Okay, here's, yeah. here's my deep problem with this. So, you got past the first level and entered the second level. Yeah. And you were unable to beat that second level, so it puts yes. you back to the beginning of the first level. Yeah. And then you didn't throw this game in the trash and set the bin on fire. No, I, I, I did not. I did not. Do you see the shock that this would elicit in me? <laughs> well, part of what kept it when going for me is is the fact that it is card-based. I, I don't know. The, the other part is is that I, I kind of play it at work uh, when no one's looking. So It's it's that, great for that. Yeah, because you could alt-tab out of it, and it's gone. And you could be gone for it for an hour, and it's just there where you left it because it's 100% turn-based. And seriously, the soundtrack's fantastic. Yeah, actually, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. So I messed with that, and then there was this great big sale on Xbox Live, and I picked up Enter the Gungeon. Hmm. Speaking of you soundtracks. Know, Another roguelike. A year late, obviously, compared to everybody else. Oh, two. At least. Yeah, yeah, now now it's had late. all the good patches, so you're playing the yeah, good one. Yeah, I mean, I, I, supposedly there's a whole bunch of added content to it with uh, advanced Gungeons and Dragons. I don't, I, I don't I know I what's new. I haven't noticed anything. Yeah, I don't know what's new and what's old. So Hardly anything. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that one, I mean, I have not made that many runs in. I, I think I looked at it yesterday. I've probably, I've probably played it maybe 15 or 16 times. Total runs, total attempts. Mm-hmm. And the last time I played it, I made it all the way to the fourth area out of five, which I was it's pretty insane. impressed I've never that. done that. Yeah. I've never done yeah, that. So, the, the second level boss always kills me instantly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the third level boss is even worse, the one I saw, because it varies depending mm-hmm. on which, you know, uh, 
the, but, but what bothered me about it, and which kind of harkens back to my problem with roguelikes, is that me getting past the third level had nothing to do with any skill or anything that I did. I just happened to get this right combination of weapon and active item yep. and other sub-weapon yep. that was super powerful. And what it was is that on bosses, I had a honeycomb and I could shoot bees <laughs> okay. at bosses. And I had some other power-up that made the bees big. So I was shooting giant bees and just running away because the bees were homing. So yep. I didn't even need to fight the boss. I just ran away and fired, and it killed them for me. Which and that's how I did it. That's why, like, it'll never be, like, one of my... It's a game that I like, and if someone asked me about it, I'd recommend it. But with, there's something like Dead Cells, where it doesn't matter what kind of equipment or levels I get to. I'm going to make it to the third level, period. Yeah, And that's it's, because it's just a much better designed game. It's way I more balanced. I think Gungeon is very similar to to um, Binding of Isaac in that yeah, way. Yeah, it's very lucky. And that you could be absolutely screwed by having the wrong weapons. Yep. And then I unlocked the ability to skip the whole first area and go to the second, and I realized that it just doesn't work. No, because you don't no, have any of the pickups. Yeah. yeah, you have no loot. You have none of the... I mean, it's not even the weapons. It's a lot of it's the, whatever passive upgrades you get Yeah, can make a huge difference. I mean, if you don't have that, you're not, I've, I have never gotten through the second level by starting in the second level. Right, I've no, always it, had to go back to the beginning. just luck-based. It's also really withholding. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, 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 you scour the first level for keys to pick up guns that are shit. Yep, because you don't know what's going to be in there. Yep. So... And it's really frustrating. And the it's, more I think about it, the more angry it makes me. I, I, I can't play it for any extended length of time. It's uh -huh. like half an hour, and then I'm done. I'll be well, honest. Enemies are great, though. I am having that exact same problem with Dead Cells. Ooh. I okay. disagree, but let's see. Because, no, no, no. Alex is right. When you, you say that I can get through and probably pass the third level, and I can probably beat the first boss with anything, with any loadouts. I can. I've, I know I can, because I've done it. But for um, for the clock tower... For mm -hmm. the palace, mm -hmm. if I don't have very specific gear, if I'm not feeling very overpowered, um, I'm just going to die. Like, just die. And my skill will have nothing to do with it. And so I'm going back and thinking about my reaction to that animated trailer and the game that it told me it was. I feel like my skill is really, really less of a consideration in the final levels of... Um, of dead cells than it is all the unlocks I've got. Like how high is my, are my hit points? Uh, how much damage does my weapon do? Uh, how much uh, damage reduction do I have on me? Those are the questions. It doesn't matter how good I am at this game. Those are the questions that matter. You, and that's disappointing to me. Uh, how many, uh, health potion and like bank upgrades do you have? I got four health potions yeah. and I have two bank upgrades. Okay, good. Okay, then and then I'm and I'm a little confused as as a trouble you're having because I can usually I I have a sixty percent chance of getting to the last level at this point. No, I can like yeah, and I can get there. I can get there, but that final that fucking hand oh, of the king, I man. Never, I will never kill him. I'll I will never get there. I I haven't watched a YouTube video of someone beating him because I really do feel like I need to. But with um with with the first boss, I can kill him with anything. With the second boss, I I really do enjoy my tricks. Yep. I, I you, tend, need, you need bows and stuff. Yeah, like you really do have to keep him at a distance and, and really watch what he's doing so he doesn't suck you in. But that last boss, I fought him twice. And after the second time, I was like, fuck it. Fuck this guy. Yep. Like, I just, I can't. Usually when I'm fighting a thing, I can see it. You know, after a couple times, I can see how this is possible. I can't see how he's possible. Ugh. I can't see really, how I can get really the cheap. items. 
yeah, I can't see how I can get the items to make it not be really cheap. Um, have you, what, what's your uh, skill loadout usually? I mean, um, you're leveling up, like the, uh, brutality. I, I uh, tend, I, yeah, like what I do is I always start with brutality and tactics, I think. Mm-hmm. And then once those have gotten me up to about a thousand, then I'll use, uh, survival to get like 600 at once. I would recommend, uh, brutality survival. Like, keep those even. I've had the best luck with that. You get a ton of health. And, like, save tactics for, like, the like the 10th level you get. So you get, like, a 40% buff on, like, 1,000 health. Yeah, but what I'm doing now is making a 60% buff on 1,000 health. Right, but, like, the more um, survival... Survival gives more health than any other skill. That's so right. you end up with, like, 6,000 health towards the end. Hmm. Well, either way... I yeah like the same the same kind of problem was that I felt like uh, if the RNG wasn't very kind to me mm-hmm. my my chances of of uh, of even just getting through that final castle were pretty low. Well, here, here's what happens once you get pretty much every blueprint. You you don't have to spend the cells you have, so you can start to stockpiling all your cells and save it for the that dude that shows up at the end of the bosses. But wait a minute, like so, at what point? Can I start saving my cells? When you spit, when you uh, get every upgrade that's av- every blueprint that's available. No, not do I, when I get them or when I unlock them. When you unlock them, when you have, when you stop giving cells to that dude with a thing in his back. So Jesus Christ! That's I've gotten there. I and mean, once that happens, you can start giving that dude who affects like loot drops. You can mm-hmm. start giving him like five hundred cells a run. Well, I mean, I've, I've, I'm already up to like you know like ten percent of loot drops will be better, but. I'm up to 70. But I, I don't know. Like, it, it really helps. Okay, but but to back up off all my disappointments, I love the way it plays. It's so much fun. Like the way, um, like Chamberlain, you play Mark of the Ninja, right? Briefly. Yeah, it actually feels that quick. Like what's hmm. what's amazing is you've got a, you've got a dodge with generous invincibility frames on it, right? And, and a good distance. Yeah, and a good distance. But what's amazing about this dodge is you can cancel the dodge at any point into an attack. Ooh, I like that. Yes, and there are there are certain weapons that deal more damage from behind an enemy. And so you'd think, okay, well, I need to freeze the enemy in place to get behind him. No, you can just dodge through him and turn around bef- and turn around and stab him before they can react to it. Okay. It's it, it's it's that tight. It plays super fast, and once you kind of get the feel for it, it feels super fucking good. Yeah. So as the, an uh, action yeah. game, I love it. Like, I really do. The way it feels to play is amazing. And playing those first two, three, four levels is fun. Just the act of doing it is fun. I have burned fucking dozens of hours just playing those levels because it's a hell of a good time. And maybe maybe I just need to, like, grind more into it to make the whole game easier. Um, so, like, you know, maybe once I get kind of, like, to Alex's point with it, I can go beat the shit out of the hand of the king. But I've tried the demo for Valkyria Chronicles, and now I'm into that. <laughs> well, believe it or not, Dead Cells is getting a physical release, so I actually will get to play this. I'm not going to buy it, but it will show up at my house probably this week. Holy shit. I, so, this might be the one that gets you in. No. We'll see. We'll see. I'm tentatively excited. It, it, it sounds harder th- than Gungeon is. But it's way more it. fun to play than Gungeon is. Mm. I agree with that. It is and there are there are far 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 fewer cheap deaths. Like yeah, I, no I agree with bullshit that too. bullet clouds coming out of nowhere. 
Yeah, that's <laughs> that's true. And uh, like the first time you face the first boss, yeah, he's gonna kick your ass. Mm-hmm. But once you, but he's so easy once you understand his pattern and okay. and his animations. And the same thing with the second boss. The second boss was like the first time I fought it, I was like, what the. Fuck, how do they expect yeah. me to do anything against this? But after the third time, I was like, oh, I see it. I can see it. How, how long is an average run? Uh, uh, under an 35 hour. 35 minutes? Yeah, under okay. an hour. Okay. Yeah. That's not bad. No. That's yeah. a little longer than Gungeon, but not That's too bad. about a whole monster hunt and Monster Hunter. And for, oh, that's right. <laughs> for a while, it really bugged me that it was calling itself a Roguevania. I didn't see the Metroidvania aspect of it at all. It just kind of seems like a linear... It actually is, literally, a linear uh, game, but you can... You're always going to end up at the same place, but the path and therefore the levels you take to get there can change depending on the route you choose to take. So, like, the first level has two exits, and you can't even access one of the exits, I don't think, until you find, um, like, a Metroidvania skill. Yeah, permanent Metroidvania skill that allows you to access these vines. And then you can choose to go to two different areas from the first starting area. Each of those two areas, again, has two exits. And so you can kind of fan out and go through the route that you want to go to get to that final place. So the Vania aspect of it is really light. But okay. it's it's pretty satisfying because you end up getting like a downward slam that will, uh, will break through floors and shit. And uh, there's one that allows you to teleport if you find a certain item, uh, like a statue. Oh, and, like, just combing over levels is a breeze. Like, the teleporters are generous, and you oh, can yeah. flip to them whenever the hell you want. It's it, That's great. It's a huge part of it. That's a huge part of what makes uh, clearing these levels so good, is as you work your way through it, you're constantly passing by, like, Stargates, basically. And mm-hmm. as you pass by it, it lights up. Oh, bing, this has been activated. And so you can come to a fork in a road and confidently go off in this other direction, knowing that somewhere in this other direction there will be another Stargate that will warp you back, and you can check out that other fork. Um, at no Especially time. Especially since, like, the time trial gates are my favorite way to play it. I, I, I never get enough gear doing the time trial runs. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm, I'm just rounding in great shit. Well, no, I, like, it's, it's not, the stuff isn't that great. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to book it through these levels and I've got, you know, I've got as many, I've got as many cells as I would get if I played the level normally, but I don't have the gear because I'm not opening chests. I'm not stopping for everything. I don't have the upgrade scrolls to update my, upgrade my base stats. Mm-hmm. So yeah. here's a here's a real question: Will you continue to play any Dead Cells once Guacamelee Two comes out? Yes, Ooh. because Guacamelee Two is not on my Switch. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Venue again makes a difference. A huge difference, but I'm definitely gonna check out Guacamelee. But... I, I like I love um, Jim Sterling's review. He just said he loved it like 50 times. About That's all that video is. Guacamelee or Dead Cells? A uh, Dead Cells. Oh, and I was okay. like. I haven't loved a game like this in so long. I don't know how to. I don't know how to put this. He didn't even well, yeah. explain why it's good. Well, he does, but he like does. He's, he says the words, "I love this game" like fifty times. Oh, okay. Well, no, it is. It is really good, but I don't know. Maybe I have to grind it more. But that's to me, that's a problem. If uh, have you been? It's like the the weirder levels are really hard and fun. They are. They are like really the like one them. with like the darkness creep. Is yeah, really that was amazing. I loved yeah. that one. Mm-hmm. That felt amazing, and and they give you this item. Like I don't know if you always get that item at the beginning where you can like summon yeah, you a. Do. Okay, you can choose to. Yeah, that's really cool. Like I really mm-hmm. like that, and and I want to explore the other areas. I want to get that fucking spider spider rune that that other permanent upgrade. So I do really like it, and I love the act of playing it. But but maybe it just requires that grind, and maybe I think that's kind of yeah. bullshit. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. 
I, it's a game I don't mind grinding. No, no, the grind is very enjoyable here. So I also played Shining Resonance Refrain, which is a boring JRPG and no one should play it. And I started just two days ago, Octopath Traveler. Okay. Finally. I Octopath, like the lighting in that game and nothing else. It's, <laughs> visually, it's very, very in, interesting. The way it plays with focus, it creates almost a 3D depth effect. There was one, I was last night I was in a town and it was snowing out, and the way the different like layers of snow were focused out or blurred out looked very, very nice. It is incredibly old school, down to there's actually like regular old random battles. You're walking through an area, and oh, now you have to fight something. Then you walk a little further, and oh, you have to fight something again. The combat is absolutely old-school Final Fantasy turn-based. You know, you you choose for a limited number of skills. You have all these characters. Now, the the hook of the game is you've got all eight of these characters that you can unlock in pretty much any order. And you kind of need all eight of them before you can move on because there are level requirements to do other parts of the story. Each of the eight characters has their own little pretty thin kind of character and, 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 and spiel or plot what they're doing, which is, it's okay. The problem is, is that these eight characters never interact with one another. That's pretty weird. So even though, even though you've got them all on the same team, I have yet to have anybody say anything to anybody else. That's creepy. Now, is that so, a Western RPG affectation or is that accurate to like, you know, Final Fantasy IV? Well, I, that... The best part of Final Fantasy VI was the opposite of this, so... Yeah, it, it's... It really... It, it feels like eight different stories... And I, I only have four of the characters right now. I haven't gotten all eight of them, but I've, I've read that this doesn't really get any better. <laughs> it feels like eight different stories just kind of... That are all happening at the same time, but they aren't really impacting each other, except that they're in a party for combat. You, you choose which four people you want in the party at any given time. So... Okay. Well, the fact that like you're complaining that they don't hang out enough... It seems like the stories they're telling aren't even worth it. They're very, very thin. It's like, and the character, and, and, the, and the little story that they're telling is so based on what their, what their class is. Like, the, the warrior is, of course, was betrayed by his best friend, and he fell out of being a knight, and now he's going to go back and figure out what's happening, so he's a warrior. The merchant is out there trying to find better things to sell. The cleric is out there, has to take a fire to the other eight areas, you know, to prevent the end of the world, or some shit like that. It's... The story of each of the characters is like out of the D&D handbook of, you know, this is what a cleric does. This is what a warrior does. There's nothing creative about any of the stories. Actually, All the game has is the visuals are interesting and the combat is pleasantly old school. That actually sounds like the last season of The Leftovers, but that's, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know how long the game is going to hold my interest. Because it's, I mean... Have you cleared the first area yet? I, I've 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 cleared the first area for half of the characters. I have not unlocked all eight characters. I'm definitely going to go through and make sure I get all eight characters and see where it goes from there. Okay. Because maybe there's some interesting management thing that happens in there. Maybe did you beat the first uh, boss? Oh yeah. Because I remember that boss from the demo was like fucking bullshit. <sighs> Which who, who was the first boss? He was like a big gross merchant guy. S maybe I haven't done that one yet. I don't remember who I started with. Was okay. So in the demo, you had either the dancer or the warrior. Oh, the dan correct? the dancer was the one I played. Yeah. Okay, I did not I did not play the dancer, so I have no idea. Yeah, he's the dancer's boss. But the thing is, no matter what, by the time I get back around to the dancer, I'm gonna have a full party. So that'll be way easier. And it, 
it does scale a little bit. Like I, I, I have a feeling it's just adding hit points to mm. things, as you have a full, full, full uh, party. Mm. So I, I, I am of two minds about it. It, it. it is kind of calming to play, and the combat you have to pay. It's not difficult, but you have to pay attention because you, you end up. It's real, real item heavy for heals. Heals your characters don't have a lot of healing abilities. So you have to use items mm. for it. So you're always managing that. But the, the total lack of of characters that I have any interest in is, is it may kill it for me before I get too much further. That is kind of a central tenet of a JRPG, especially yeah. one that doesn't put any money into visuals. Yeah, they put a lot I mean, of money into visuals. I think the visual. I think. Well, come on, if it looks worse than Suikoden too, and that game is twenty. It years does old. not look no, worse than Suikoden no, two. No, it does. It does not. It looks. It looks like a. It looks like a modern. It looks like a current gen riff on three D three D dot game heroes. Was that what it was called? Remember that one? Uh, the, well, yeah, that was, this, this that was a from though, software. Game. Yeah, that, yeah, that that kind of Zelda riff one. Um, I don't. I thought, it looks amazing. I thought Octopath was sprites. The characters are sprites, but the worlds are the world itself is three D ish oh, from okay. one oh, side. Right, yeah, but yeah. but it's three D ish made with a bunch of polygonal sprites. sprites. Like it's it's yeah, beautiful, yeah, it, and it uses depth of field and lighting and everything. Like fuck, it's amazing looking. Yeah, yeah. I I I having I'm having an easier time with it on the TV than I am when I played on the Switch because I over lunch I tried to play a little bit of it of it today and I was having a harder time seeing where to go really? because the paths are somewhat kind of somewhere hidden a little bit hmm. and on, on the big TV it was a little easier so I don't know I mean I'm definitely going to give it some time because apparently the next game on my list that I actually have the disc for here is in desperate need of a patch have you seen any of the videos? of how We Happy Few actually turned out. Oof. I've heard it's a buggy mess, and I've heard that it doesn't actually play very well. Yep. And it's sitting there on my shelf underneath Octopath Traveler. That's devastating. See, I feel like so. I should be the one subjected to this game. I, I don't feel like you should have to suffer this. Because I'm the one who's been saying it's been, it'll, it looks pretty good for like two fucking years. Yeah. Like if you want to, man, it looks like a slog. Yeah, it's it's like it's like someone coming up to me and saying, "You said you wanted to hang out with me." I'm like, "No, I'm good." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never mind. Okay. Yeah. We've both changed since then. It's it, we're fine. We're fine. So it's because of Alex. Tell me, yeah, Alex. What's tell it? me about Monster Hunter. La Sai. What? Oh, really? Oh, really? I I have a huge list of of, of things to sigh about. Of things to sign about. Let's see, how much time did I put into this? We're talking about Monster Hunter World for the listener. Yeah, I put five hours into it, and I I want to like it. I really, 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 really do. Uh... I want to like it. I don't get it. The review said it does a kind of bad job explaining what you're supposed to do. It does an absolutely horrendous job explaining what you're supposed to do and when you're supposed to do it. I had to watch a 15-minute video on Polygon to even wrap my head around what all this busy work I should have done before fighting a monster, and it Ugh. it's I'm I'm gonna get it. I don't want to just. I used to feel this way about Dark Souls, mm. and that became that turned into one of my favorite series. I'm going to finish this. It's gonna take me a while. Let me explain. Okay, so the game is just you find a monster and you kill mm-hmm. it. There are like. 15 different weapons to use. The weapons are basically like, instead of just like, like different kinds of damage, it's, you pick a weapon, it's like p- picking a fighting character in a game. Mm-hmm. It is entirely okay. your not, style. No, yeah. yeah, no approach is wrong, but they're all very different. The first weapon I chose was terrible. I didn't know that. 
it's uh, they were. I was told there were no wrong answers. There were a million fucking wrong answers when you're starting what ter- out. What, Doesn't what do a weapon great was job wrong? Communicating that. Okay, let me put it this way. In the third main mission, I chose dual knives because I love me some dual okay. knives. The third mission, surprise, throws me for a game that's all about preparation. It throws a enemy that I cannot kill. I'm doing one damage per hit, and it's wiping the floor with me. I fight this thing for 20 minutes before giving up. <laughs> This is a surprise. I wasn't supposed to fight this guy. And it's like, well, you should have brought a hammer. Well, the game didn't fucking tell me to do that. The game is this is a game about preparation that is throwing bullshit surprises did it, at newbies. Did it tell you to throw the hammer after you lost to it? Oh, okay. No. I had to oh. look that up. And it's just, if I hadn't, I wouldn't have switched weapons had I known <laughs> that was the wrong weapon. It's it's cruel in a way Dark Souls never was. And it actually, it, the, the movement... The character movement's a lot like like Dark Souls. It animates a lot like it. So I'm going to compare it to that a lot because it's also taking – I don't know how it, – it came up – the first game came up before Dark Souls, well, but before. I'm not sure – yeah, I'm not Monster sure who's Hunter's borrowing from who. Series, but it's yeah. got the same sort of like hot bar thing. But within like 10 minutes of your first like hunt, that thing is filled up with so much bullshit. What's a hot bar? And you can't – the hot bar where you flip through like items oh, okay. you can use. And – like all the curing items, all the potions, they work like Estes Flask, except they all take like three times longer to mm-hmm. drink. Ugh. Every time you get poisoned, every time you're a little bit hurt, you have to run away from the monster and hide for like eight seconds. That's always been the case in Monster Hunter. Right, but that poison can kill you in ten <laughs> seconds. So then once you're done with that you know, the antidote, you got to whip out the potion, and that's another 15 seconds, and the monster's already killed you. Or another monster that's not the one you're hunting shows up and just eats you <laughs> in five seconds, and that's 20 minutes wasted. <laughs> like, it's not like Dark Souls where, like, you run in for eight minutes, and you realize that this is this place is a little hard. Maybe I try a new approach. It, it takes forever to kill these things. Yeah. And it would be more fun if they stop running away from you. <laughs> so, wait, once you get them down, they run away from you. Run? Yeah, no, no, like it's like it's like a tiered boss fight. Once you get a certain amount of health off, they'll run away. This will happen four times. It takes Ugh. like five minutes to catch them. It happens over and over and over. I've only killed four monsters, and I'm already sick of this. So um, now, when they run, now is this a shared world? Yeah, it's like a, you're in a huge open area, like um, like man, it's an open. You're in open world. Okay, areas. so so can and someone else like come along and kill the monster you've been fighting? No, oh. no, no, no. You can call for okay. help. I'm not doing multi. I'm not even touching multiplayer. Oh, okay. right so now. I just gotta learn. The, I gotta learn this game. You can cook meat. Mm-hmm. It has a little fun little mini game with that. That can give you. It's like Final Fantasy 15. It gives you little mm-hmm. buffs like that. Mm-hmm. And when you get food in camp, these adorable fucking cat chefs make it for you. It's the same little movie every time, and I will never get sick of it. It's amazing. <laughs> There's little cat monsters in here that are just delightful. I don't like the. I don't like their dialogue. It's the worst. Imagine the worst cat puns, and the, their dialogue is ninety percent that. But they're still endearing. I love so. terrible cat puns. I'll, I you'll probably you'll love your palico to oh. death. I kind of, I mine's already worm its way. It already sounds really perfect nice. to me. Yeah, that you're gonna hear that one. Yeah, a lot. it's a good one. It's classic. Yeah. How much do you love Eartha Kitt, guys? <laughs> <laughs> but I, the world's pretty. The story is kind of there a little bit. It's 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 you know it's like a you know PG thirteen no not a P 
straight PG adventure. We're all friends. Let's go kill a dragon. Huzzah. Mm. And that's, it's kind of infectious. <laughs> I like it. You have these, um, like, like cloud of bugs that work as like, uh, like, uh, navigation. And it, I like how it like flies off in a direction before you even think you want to go there. It's, you never, you're never lost, but you sure spend a lot of time running around looking for mm. shit. And it's not the most fun. And there's just a, it just throws a lot of loot at you that you're not sure what to do with. And like every time you upgrade something, it feels too incremental to really matter. Yeah, that's, that, I, I just, think that that's part of the nature of these games is it's very much yeah. about the grind. And you're, you're killing these monsters in order to hopefully get, you know, a drop of this plus one rhino horn or whatever. And you yeah. can use that to maybe make a better sword. Um, and that, that's the whole game is just grinding monsters to get drops, to make new stuff, to kill more monsters. And the monsters are fantastic. Mm. They're, 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 they're it, it, I feel like a biologist design, helped design some mm. of these. Like, it's, yeah, it, there's some, some really original shit in here. Like, it's, it's, it, they, they take, like, what if uh, dinosaurs never died and run with it in some really interesting ways. Cool. I like that. Like, the, this, this game knows it's monsters. Isn't this the best-selling game Capcom's had in quite this some time? This is the best-selling Japanese-produced game on Steam ever. I don't understand it. I, I, re I really don't. I don't know how this beat Dark Souls. Uh, Monster Hunter has had a, f a huge following worldwide for years. Like and a decade. I, I, and it kills me that this has more mainstream appeal, because this is way more obtuse. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. I'm 100% with you on that. I, I, I'm furious. But that's that's not why I'm mad. At the, I'm not I'm not taking any points off the game from that. I just feel like even Dark Souls did a better job explaining their oh, shit. Dark Souls does. spends the first twenty minutes running through the controls with you. Yeah, yeah, it always has every single one. And it, it, it I was told multiple times this is a great spot to get in. No, you needed to read a textbook <laughs> before you got into this. They, they're, they're all lying to you. Well, because they all knew it already. They, yeah, they didn't. They didn't out. realize what they already knew and how much of a leg up it was. Yeah, yeah. Like fighting the second monster was took me forty five minutes, and I was not having fun, and I was mad. At like I was poisoned fifteen times. That's that's five minutes of me trying to drink antidotes. It wasn't fucking fun. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're. I just did it. Because... I gotta admit, you're not really selling me on this game. That's currently sitting at an eighty nine on Metacritic for PC. How? Fucking hell! It must get amazing later on. I don't know. That's why I'm going to keep with it. I'm going to finish the main story because it is very well produced and well, it runs great. Just remember, critics are sometimes wrong, a la Hellblade. Oh, they so just, it happens. They, they were so so in lockstep with this. I don't. Well, I mean, maybe it's just the case that, like, you know, a bunch of reviewers in their office is, okay, who wants to review Monster Hunter? Oh, I played the last three. I'll check that out. Okay, it's yours. Yeah. You know you know what these games are. You can judge it compared to the others. But what you're doing is you're giving it to someone who knows how to play Monster Hunter. <laughs> oh, oh, and the main hub layman. area is, like, five times bigger than it needs to be. It is bewilderingly well, big. Well, maybe, maybe that'll like, become meaningful later on. Maybe. And, like, there's a gondola system, but I keep forgetting where mm -hmm. that is. It is, it's just a lot of walking to places. Like, I, I usually never knock a game for that, but like walking around in like Fallout and stuff, that's that's actually kind of like, like point, part of the point of the game. Yeah, this isn't atmospheric. It's just kind of 
just really boring. Hmm. There's too much distance between places, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Too much distance without enough I, stuff. I think I'm, I'm going to yeah, pass on it. Yeah, a lot of filler. Yeah, I passed on that when it came out too. I just was not was not feeling it. Yeah, I, I appreciate a pretty desert, and the desert place I'm in now is gives um, Inquisition a run for its money. And that was hey. to me the prettiest desert. Apparently, there's a coral forest that is very beautiful. Oh uh, man, I can't wait to get to the late game stuff. I've seen some um, like cloudy, like updraft mountains that look fantastic. Ooh. I'm gonna keep at it, but man, I I the first two hours of this were frustrating. So, A Devil for Valkyria Chronicles 4 is out. Yes. And I've heard some people complaining on forums that they can't find it on the PlayStation 4. Uh, maybe that's true, I don't know. I grabbed it on Switch, and I ignored it on Switch because I was falling in love with Dead Cells. And um, then Dead Cells betrayed me via the Hand of the King. <clears throat> so, I uh, last night I was like, fuck this, I'm going to check out Valkyria Chronicles. Uh, now, the deal with the demo is, it's actually quite generous. It's like the first three chapters of the game. Oh, wow. And any progress you make in the demo will carry over to the full release, and you'll get an extra little trinket. Um, trinkets are just uh, single items. Uh, a hero can have a single trinket equipped. And this is just stuff like, you know, plus three to aim, plus three to dodge, shit like that. So, who here has actually played Valkyria Chronicles? Uh, I, I got like two hours Okay, in. but Chamberlain's played it. Uh, I may have gotten about three oh, really? hours in. Yeah, it made World War One just a little too mm-hmm, cute. Mm-hmm. Well, it and I was very not hurt, but Japan felt... has a has a nasty habit of whitewashing atrocities. Yeah. Okay. The, this the... and it was bothering oh, me. No, well, like they they hundred percent get into racism. Uh, how how the racism Good. is driving the war. The Darksons are the analog for the Jews. Uh, they are they are okay. vilified okay, even okay. by their own people that they won't they won't fight with any greasy haired darky. <laughs> like, okay, ooh. yeah, that that is yeah, like nineteen ten. It's, it's absolutely yeah. It's it's at like the there there's okay, a okay. there's a class of people that are analogous to the Jewish people. Um, weapons of mass destruction here are beautiful women with glowing hair that that no. have the power to just wipe out armies with their weapons, or they can kill themselves and they go off like a literal atom bomb. Yes, but again, it is an analog for World War II, and the first game, Valkyria Chronicles 1, once you got past the fact that it is very anime, it is a very anime game, and... Oh, yeah, man. Hey, Fish, do you mind if I draw you? Yeah, yeah, like, but to me, that was so fucking endearing. When have you ever met a JRPG hero whose biggest attribute is that he's super into science and nature? That is a good point. That is interesting. And he's a tank commander. And, and ends was. up being a tank commander. Like, and is like a war hero. Like, that is an incredibly original character to me. Um, so I, I was, I was immediately kind of in love with the original Valkyria Chronicles. It shocked me how, how unique this game felt. And, uh, and I absolutely loved the first one. I loved the first one to the point that I was like a pillar of the Valkyria Chronicles community on the Penny Arcade forums, and I would just dive into other threads when the demo came out and saying, hi, I know you guys are all super into Dead Space or whatever, but there's a demo for this game called Valkyria Chronicles. I think Uh. it's really special. You guys should try it. And then just go back to my thread. And so many people ended up kind of coming in and the, the, uh, the fan support for the game. Most games, they come out, there's a spike in sales that disappears. Valkyria Chronicles came out, barely sold anything. And then fans started talking about it and shouting about it online. And that 
that those sales just grew and grew and grew and then maintained steady for like the next two years. That's how Valkyria Chronicle sales went because the fans kept it going. The fans kept selling it to other fans. Um, be- Qu- I got a question yeah. for you. Would you rather Valkyria be getting sequels right now or Residents of Fate? Okay. Well, see. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's. I like Residents of Fate. That's not fair. So that's where my that's vote is. That's not a fair is. comparison. <laughs> and if I, if I could not? play Residents of Fate. Okay. If, if, uh, if Sega ported Residents of Fate to Switch on the same day that Valkyria Chronicles for Switch came out, I would buy Residents of Fate. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no doubt. I fucking love Residents of Fate. It is I my know. favorite JRPG of all time, and you fucking know that. <laughs> I did. I, I, can, can I get it on PS4? Is it uh, PS3. It PS3. is not. But it was it on Xbox One, so if you had an Xbox, or it was on Xbox 360, so if you had an Xbox One, it might be backwards compatible. I do not believe it. It would surprise me if it was. It was very niche, because it came is out it no the same, like a week before Final Fantasy thirteen, as I recall. Like the big Final Fantasy thirteen, the timing yeah, was the bad. Timing was terrible yeah. in the West, at least. And it's not like Final Fantasy thirteen helped the JRPG crowd get any. Thirteen was fine. Was it no. fine? The thirty hour tutorial no, that was, it was fine. Not fine. It was, it was fine. It gets great it, after it, thirty it hours. It was fine in the same way that Megan Fox is fine, but it was really good looking. Do you want to have a conversation with nope. Megan Fox for thirty nope. hours? I fucking nope. kill me. Have you ever talked to her? Maybe she's just wonderful. You know what? Maybe that she's is very pleasant I used to feel to that way. To. I used to feel that way about like um, what's her face from Twilight, but she's actually surprised me the last couple. Kristen of years. Kristen Stewart. Yeah, I feel like she's actually really talented. I feel like ways. I would bring that conversation with Megan Fox down. I'd be like, so, 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 what's up with your thumb? And she'd go, ugh, and just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> she'd poke you in the face with, here, what my thumb? Ugh. Anyway. Uh. anyway. So I tried the demo for we, Valkyria we, we, Chronicles. We, we, we'd probably bond over calling Michael Bay a jerk. That'd be fun. Yeah, there you go. So okay. Valkyria Chronicles was was a was a classic, was a cult hit, and um, the 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 long tail sales convinced them eventually to do a sequel for PSP two years later. It was not as good as the first game. Uh, the gameplay was fine. The story was terrible. The presentation wasn't nearly as good as PS3, obviously, uh, but that sold well enough because there were a lot more PSPs in the world than there were PS3s at the time. And then they made another sequel for PSP, Valkyria Chronicles 3. But the fact is, basically, we've never gotten a sequel to that first fucking game. Like, we never had a game that matched up and was as good as that. It's it's Sega. Sega does stupid yes. things. And so, ten years later, having played this demo, I really feel like we're finally getting a sequel to Valkyria Chronicles. Like, a genuine sequel to that game. So much... It- it looks like they. It looks like it came out two years after the first game, like in a good way. It, not even. I wouldn't say in a good way. Like it's not particularly visually impressive anymore. Like it's still beautiful, is the thing. But it's not about that. Like it's got such a like like anime games. I think they cracked that look in like PS2 um, era, and like I feel like it's just an art form now. Yeah, and it is. I'm saying it is lovely, <laughs> and one of the coolest things about it is um, every. It's a tactical RPG, but every single character in your squad is fully voiced, they have fleshed out personalities, they usually have a little bit of depth to them, especially the core group, and every, and even like what would be a nameless foot soldier in any other game, they, they are fully voiced, they have a personality, they have, they have a certain attitude to the way they read their lines even. Uh, it feels really cool, so you can, you can like, really like these people, even though in any other tactical RPG, it would just be another Lancer, another machine gun guy. Um, 
Hell, XCOM could step their game up there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just like uh, just like XCOM, if a soldier dies in battle and you don't get a medic to them, they're gone. You'll never you'll never have them again. Uh, do you have a memorial bar? So you do get I don't know, but you do get very attached to them. Anyway, um, so this game, Valkyria Chronicles Four, uh, this is a great. This is a great fucking demo. Uh, it is huge. It really covers kind of the stakes of what's going on. Uh, basically, World War II is happening. Uh, the Empire is is pushing west. Uh, a Federation alliance is pushing them back east. And caught in the middle is this little country called Gallia, which is what the first game was based out of. Again, we're following a squad from Gallia that is fighting against the Empire. And, uh, and they already have, you know, like, there's a Darkson on the squad, there's, um, uh, the, the commander seems to be a really, really nice guy, but in, like, the second mission, you're up against these, these nested machine gun turrets that you can't get your infantry past, there's no way to deal with these things, and then this super chipper blonde shows up, and she's got a mortar launcher, <laughs> and she runs around <laughs> with this huge piece of metal on her back, lugging this, uh, this tray of, of mortars with her and she runs along until you tell her to set up and then she hauls the thing off her back smacks it on the ground yanks a crank and it extends like up like 12 feet into a mortar and then you tell her where to aim and she pops a mortar and she blows these turrets out of the water and then after the mission you're like wow that was incredible we never thought we could do that in a million years and the super cheaper blonde comes into the tent and she's like wow i can't believe your commander was so good to uh to do do all the things that saved everyone's lives out there uh this was sure an awesome mission and then it turns around it's you you're the guy that she's mad at for something years ago but we don't know what it is yet and so immediately it's it's kind of it's kind of hitting you with a fun it's a fun opera. soap opera. It's a it's a fun melodrama. That's that's, that's anime. That's it, it is anime, anime, and I guarantee you, at some point in this game, there will be a beach episode, just like there was in the first game. <laughs> There's a beach yes. episode in World yes. War One. And and and, and 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 the guys are wearing like the guys are wearing like 1920s style suits, like those those. Oh, God. Uh, Wait, 1920s size bathing suits or 1920s size bathing suits. Okay, so like the horse. Yes, and like the shorts and the full oh, top okay. and everything. Oh, okay. God. Yes. All right, that's that's kind of a because well, the not, women are still. So are the women wearing bathing costumes? No, no, I the women, not. yeah, like you know, so, so, no, some some yeah, of them were in conservative one pieces, and some of them were in like, look at her. Mm-hmm. Anyway, doesn't matter. You don't get the bikini until way into it, but okay. <laughs> <Point> <laughs> <B>. <laughs> that's it, DLC. That's it's it's yeah. very very much about these characters. It is very much a character driven story, and if it follows the line of the first one, the story takes so long to tell. It'll be like forty hours that it feels like it feels like a series of episodes of an anime. Um and and you really do spend time with each one of these characters and kind of get to know them and having played the first game and seeing how it's setting up this game, I'm fucking hyped to see where they're going with this. I love this gameplay. I love these I love the way this game handles turn-based tactics. And it's it's pretty unforgiving in that if you leave a soldier in a bad spot, they're going to die. You're just gonna die. Like you really have to take advantage of all the little systems, and there are systems like, like this character. Her accuracy will go down if you make her crawl through grass because she has a thing about cleanliness. But she also particularly likes this other soldier, and you've just crawled her through the grass next to this other soldier, and then you just leave them there in the grass. And if someone comes by and shoots at her buddy, and her buddy shoots back at the soldier who shot at him, she will shoot with her buddy because she likes that guy. 
And so you're developing all these synergies. So you want to send these troops over here together because they work really well together. When one of them takes a shot, the other one will too, doubling your damage. It gets really, really complicated, but it explains everything every single step of the way. And it's, it's fucking beautiful. It's wonderful. It's, uh, the first game was uniquely, uh, mature. It told a really mature story for a JRPG. It told one of the most mature, well-told uh, JRPG stories I had ever fucking seen, and I had played that well after I played uh, Persona 3 and 4. Um, yes, 5's not knocking that down. No, it's not. So, to the listener, I would just ask you what I would ask anyone when that demo first came out in 2008 for the first game. Just try the demo. I implore you, if there's any part of you that, that looks at screenshots and thinks this might be interesting, try that demo and see. Because if you're anything like me, you're going to play it over and over and over and over again. And then you're going to start telling people about it. Trying to find the date on that. Uh, uh, PS4, I assume. Uh, September 25th. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Okay. So we're still a month off yeah. from that. Okay. And, and if anyone's uh, curious what hot new releases are coming up in the next month, swing on over to thegameswithchance.blogspot.com. If you scroll down through a large post reiterating most of what I just said about the Valkyria Chronicles 4 demo, you'll find a post called The Hype List for Fall 2018. And there's some good shit on there. Guacamelee 2 is out in about a week. Oh, it's seven days. Oh, and man. Guacamelee 2 is out in a week. I, Little... I, I dread the coming of Darksiders 3. I dread ah, me too. I'm scared. I, I don't want to see my friend die like this. Yeah, but you know what? Maybe maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll be like a shit game, but maybe the story's good enough to give it like some sort of like Viking funeral kind of or, a feel. Or maybe it'll be a shit story, <laughs> but the gameplay will feel weirdly good. It's I already know it's not a complete shit story. That cutscene was pretty yeah. okay. And compelling in a way video game cutscenes almost never well, I want... And that's one of my favorite things about that series. I want it to be good. That's all I can say. <laughs> I really want it to. And be they good. they got they got um they got uh oh, I can't remember who plays Fulgrim. Ah, uh, jeez, he's in everything. He was oh uh, yeah, yeah Phil Lamar, Phil Lamar. Phil Lamar, yeah, they got new lines for him, and they're nice. No, uh, yeah, Phil Lamar is always up for everything. <laughs> I love yeah. him. I've loved him since Mad TV. He's got <laughs> such a crazy range, and his his um uh Chris Rock is indistinguishable. Really? I've never heard it. Oh, his Chris Rock is spot fucking on. Like they, like he was supposed to be like a regular cast member for King of the Hill, and they just replaced him with um, Phil Lamar. And I couldn't tell. Jesus, I couldn't tell either. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Oh yeah. And there's a Mad TV sketch where he plays like a Chris Rock uh, alarm clock, uh, Chris Rock nightlight to help kids go to sleep, <laughs> and it just seems like you sleep yet? You sleep yet? No, go to sleep. Gotta sleep. It's hilarious. Uh, to, to me, he'll he'll just always be Jack. Remember That's that character? Oh, no, not yeah, not Samurai, Samurai Jack. J A Q Jack. Jack the UPS yeah. guy. Does anyone remember Jack the UPS guy? Was that a Mad it was TV? Mad TV. It was a recurring Mad TV sketch where he was this super innocent UPS guy who was always just bouncing on his heels, always had way too much energy. And he was just kind of like a running gag of kind of being dumb for years. And then the last sketch Jack was ever in, he was delivering uh, packages to some company. And one of the women there is like, man, that Jack is so sexy. Like, what are you talking about? Look, look at all that energy. The pans, camera pans over to Jack and he's just there bouncing, bouncing, bouncing around, ready to go, ready to go, <laughs> ready to do the next thing. He goes, now imagine all that energy focused on you. <laughs> anyway. 
No, no, no. I, you ever remember the Stewart sketches? Stewart, no. Yeah. Oh man, if, you kind of have to have a Midwestern mom to really appreciate mm. it. That that whole accent. <laughs> oh, Stewart, no. It's, it's Stewart. I'm kind of amazed that Miss Swan went as long as it did. I don't know if that age. I well. really don't think it does, but I'm I am yeah, sure that he looked like a man. So, uh, does that mean it's time for headlines? Um, did you not play any Overwatch? I'm not, it's, just, it's not going good lately. I'm in a, I'm in a slump. Okay. Oh, I, no. I got, a, I got, oh, trouble yeah, I got a couple of plays of the game over the weekend. I think my brother's pissed off. Like, he doesn't want to play with me anymore because we're losing more than we're winning. And, like, we're not even <laughs> playing comp. Chance, this is the least you've talked about Overwatch since Overwatch. No, and, out, and the thing is, like, I, I, um, I've got a couple long cuts I could use. There's a couple matches that I kind of want to turn into match highlights. There's one where I kill this Mercy over and over to the point that she starts valking and hunting me. It's really cool. And then there was, uh, I got into a great rivalry with a Widowmaker on Nambani the other day. And eventually I meet her at, at her group spawn and we just start waving at each other and we mowed a little bit. And then I stick with the pulse bomb and run away. And it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then they sent me a text saying, Oh, the betrayal. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> but, um, but no, like I've, I've just finished, like the last clip show I put up is, is one of my best clip shows I've ever done. And every time I do that, I feel really shitty about whatever I can post next because I know it's not going to be as good. <laughs> Impossible. That's right. That's right. Okay. So does that mean it's time for headlines? Absolutely. <clears throat> In Overwatch news, the Overwatch League All-Star skins for Tracer and Genji have had their prices lowered. They will each be 200 League points or 10 US dollars available August 17th to 27th. Hmm. Yeah, they're pretty ugly fucking skins. And you know I'm going to get tracers. Uh, oh, but I did get a golden gun on Mercy. Yeah, I finally really? got I finally got enough comp points for a second golden gun, and I was like, you know what? I always told myself it would be Mercy. She just got nerfed again. But w- how how good are you at battle Mercy? I'm pretty fu- I'm pretty good when when I pull a pistol. Do you go golden pistol or a golden you get both? And she oh, she doesn't have a wand. She has the caduceus I, staff, I, I, sir. Uh, excuse me, sir. <laughs> the nomenclature <laughs> is sir. critical. Um. Uh, the latest patch completely borked voice chat in, through Overwatch on PS4. So if you like join a group in the game and you go into like team chat or something, um, I don't want to do it into the mic because I don't want to blow your ears out, but it's insanely loud. <laughs> so it's absolutely fucked, but you can like party up through the PlayStation network and that works just fine. So they really fucked PS4 with the latest patch. Also, it screwed up the looking for group feature. It's supposed to be like a big button under like when you go to play, there's quick play, arcade, uh, competitive and uh, browser. But you, you should just be able to push the analog stick down and hit a big, big orange button called look for group. Well, you can't push down. It won't select anything right now. Uh, so that's bugged as well. But the workaround is to press triangle. Um, and then you, anyway, uh, press triangle, select it from the menu in the upper right. That works apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't be necessary. I don't, no. I, I'm just not into that talking to strangers on the internet. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not either. My brother really is. And I prefer to just remain silent so I can focus. Uh, the patch that tweaks healers is now up. Lucio, Anna, Moira have been buffed. Mercy and Bridget have been nerfed. And the Summer Games event is now live, but it only includes six legendary skins, three of which were pretty shitty. Uh, but Zenyatta did get an awesome baseball player skin, though, so that's pretty cool. 
Wait, that picture you put on your blog was an actual yeah. skin? That's a new. That's a new. Uh, wow, that's okay. a new Zen skin. I thought that was just like fan. No, it's a new Zen skin, and well, like that's not official art of the Zen skin. I know, but that's yes, based on. Yes, and he on does have all of his balls are baseballs, and it looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Does he have custom quotes like just a bit outside? I don't know. Or... I don't know. I haven't, and I'm not. I don't know if the new Wave Racer v- Diva, when she shoots off her old, I don't know if she says surf this, but she really should. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just announced today, Dark Souls Remastered for Switch finally has a release date, October nineteenth. It's gonna be fucking awesome. I really, okay. as long as it's not like a technical okay. mess, I'm gonna be so happy to have that on a handheld. Yeah, I would wait for well, reviews on that. Well, let's see. I, put, I bet they pushed it back this far to make sure it was Well, no, apparently the reason it was pushed back this far is because Nintendo's uh, online is still experimental. <laughs> oh, that's a great word for a system that's been available for mm-hmm. a year and a half. It doesn't actually work yet yeah. or, you know. Anything. Oh, and by the way, ROMs, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know, yeah, and and you gotta, you know, I appreciate that people need to protect their intellectual property, but there was an article on Kotaku that I think makes a good point today. A really good article. On that um, that these games are in danger of being lost to the ether of time, and they'll never be seen again. But ROMs can keep them alive, and keep them available for future generations. And I do think that's really valuable. This is like not letting art get destroyed. Yep, we. It was just a great article on how copyright law is labyrinthian and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And like, if you there should be laws in the book. Like if you do not give people the opportunity to purchase a game for more than like twelve years, maybe not a public domain, but you shouldn't be able. You, I say you should not be able to. Like, it's there are laws for like movie properties. If you don't use it for a certain amount of time, it's public How do you domain. Know that? Well, what's the time for a movie? Yeah, that's why they keep making Fantastic Four movies that suck. Oh, what what's the time for a movie? It's like twenty years or something. You have to do one thing with that property every twenty years. Look into it. Look into like the first Jeez. um Final Fan- the uh, Fantastic Four movie was just a tax scam for that exact reason. It's a really just, just a moment. There's something I need to look up here. Back mm-hmm. to the Future Part Three. <laughs> Back to the Future Part Three. Nineteen ninety. Two more years. Wait. Two more years. Wait. Wait. Back to the Future is public. Back to the Future is now public domain. I don't know. If you that's just true. said twenty years. Like, I'm not sure if that's the amount of time. Like, you are my legal I, I, counsel, I, 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 sir. <laughs> Dude, I'm an English major with a who's a waiter. I don't, I don't so, have the, I don't have my notes right in front of me. But like, it's a certain amount of time you have to keep producing movies. I I, I think like the um, Telltale game counts. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. So, Chen, does that mean you have like plans for Back to the Future Four that you're just waiting on? No, Come I just had a crush on. You have a script. I just have a crush on Leah Thompson. I can't help it. Well, okay. I have got yeah, Marty's mom was hot. I went there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bethesda have said that crossplay is going to be a guaranteed component of their Elder Scrolls Legends card game, quote, with progress carrying over no matter what system people play it on, raising questions about whether or not Sony will play ball. Indication is that the game will may not even come to PS4 if Sony disallows it. Ouch. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't really care because I, pl- I played Elder Scrolls Legends out for like. PC and it's it's just Hearthstone yeah. again, but hmm. but um, okay, but Bethesda, yeah, but with all Bethesda's wonderful writing and creative energy, well, not okay. First of all, let's not get into that sarcasm. But uh, but it, Bethesda is a big publisher; they are an important publisher, and this is just kind of another another stone thrown at this isolationist policy of Sony's, which no one mm-hmm. likes. The consumers do not like it, and they're going to have to nope. fold eventually. 
but when they fold, they'll probably have more than they wanted in the first place. Yeah. In terms of like market share and like the, the prices they want to charge to like have cross appeal, whatever they're whatever they're going for, they're probably going to win. What's what's most bothersome is do you know how easy it is between PC and Xbox, for example, to get your Fortnite stuff to move back? I and imagine forth? it's absolutely painless. You just log into your Fortnite account. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that's your stuff. Exactly. An email, an email address, and a password, yep. and you're done. See, that's it. If you love single player offline games the most, it, it's it's way harder for game companies to hurt you. Yeah. It's not impossible, Psychonauts, but it, it's happening. <laughs> oh, they'll find ways to hurt you, Fallout 76. Mm, um. <laughs> I, I know I haven't given up on that just yet. The fact that you can turn off all online functionality gives me hope. The only thing that would hurt me now is just there's just no Nothing story to content. Do. Well, yeah. And like not to push my glasses up the bridge of my nose and say actually but they seem to be having super mutants before the enclave exists which is impossible are you suggesting that they're retconning things in this game i saw that i I get why they're doing it but knowing bethesda they won't they won't are they actually super mutants are they just giant mutants no there's there's super mutants in the little animated video they show oh well no that's uh, no we we yeah and there's lots of other stuff that's animated that I haven't seen that's in there. It's not a Fallout game without Super Moon. Like, no, there's lots of other enemies we've seen in this game that haven't appeared in any other Fallout game. I like the map. I like what they're doing. No, I haven't really paid much attention. What do you got? There's, there's, there's a, their um, glowing sea is called like the Raspberry Marsh yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah, I know. I like how they're and, doing that. Wait, and what's, what, what sold me most on the game, and I'm not like down really to buy it, I'm not really sure about that at all, but the environments that we saw the character walking through, I want to explore those places. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm way down for a Fallout game in the South. I'm really looking forward to it. Take me home, country road. I don't, she, no, if the song works, I don't, I don't care about anachronisms. What's an anachronism? What's the anachronism? Like that, that song is like from the 70s. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but in the future Fallout, the bombs fell after the seventies. Well, the um the history diverged in nineteen forty four. So that's how it's that's how it's going. Like history completely changes after. Yeah, but that doesn't War. mean that Elvis Presley is never born. Yeah, I like, guess you know, but like uh, Roy Brown was in there singing "Butcher Pete." That was from the sixties. That's right. That's true. So, anyway. Elvis was born, but he's. A baby now. I'm sorry. <laughs> he didn't sorry. go to war. He, he was Muhammad Ali first. <laughs> uh, Ubisoft's Child of Light and Valiant Hearts will launch on the Switch on October 11th and November 8th, respectively. Child of oh, Light wanted that was to like not it bad. way more yeah. than yeah. I did. I thought it the was the rhyming bad. got. Really oh, I forgot annoying. about that shit. Yeah, oh. it's bad. The translation from French for. Really, oh, and frankly, awful that writing. combat system was more interesting and original than it was fun. Yeah, you know what? It wasn't bad, but it like, also great. the character design was pretty. Bad, I love the I character design, especially the the main character. Like, yeah, I liked her. Yeah, I liked how they're dressed. Her, her, the way her dress animated, animated, the way her hair animated, and as you play through the game, she actually kind of grows up. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. like, the presentation of her was amazing. The presentation of the world was amazing. Uh, the music was incredible. I remember that. Yeah. But, yeah, it yeah. It was. Um, what that was, was a UBR game. See that, this it article. Okay. What article? I'm sorry. Just the article that was about how there is one good part of, um, not Beyond Two Souls, shit, um, Detroit. And it's the one part of the game David Cage had nothing to do yeah. with. Which part is that? The part with, um, um, uh, the cops. Well, yeah, I don't the know. The cops. 
Oh, the cops. What cops? I played the game. I already forgot most of it. Um, the, uh, what's his name? Um, the guy who plays Mr. Krabs. Oh shit, Clancy Brown. He's got he's got a white beard. Uh, and he's no with idea. like the sort of Type A robot. Okay. Anchor, you're investigating crimes. Like, oh again, yeah! Oh like, yeah! Yeah yeah! Okay okay. Apparently, that, that whole... David Cage had nothing to do with it, and that's the one thing. Like, there's actually fandom spreading. The, the up whole around. private investigator slash dirty yeah. cop thing. Okay yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh man, that I screwed that part up. The cop killed. Yeah, no, himself. like apparently Clancy Brown played it gay secretly, and David Cage was furious about it, but they kept it in there. <laughs> ah, yeah. nice. I know. I love Clancy anything Brown. that infuriates David. He Cage. was um the guy who he was the fire demon in Ragnarok. Jeez. Yeah. What else has he done? Uh, Mr. Krabs. He was the first Doctor Cortex. He was the um, cop, not the uh, not the android. Nah, he was the guy with the beard. Okay. Okay. He yeah, was he in was. Carnival. Good. Okay. Anyway, that was okay. That was was the best part of that game. I forgot no. we didn't talk about that. We don't need well, to. Well, earlier you may have noticed Chamberlain mentioned how shitty a game called Hellblade is from a studio called Ninja Theory. <laughs> uh, it is. It, it's. It's. You agree with it's me? It's a terrible on this fucking game. Correct. Thank you. Uh, that deals exclusively with uh, mental um, mental problems. Schizophrenia. So there was a tweet this week. <clears throat> Jessica Prime wrote, Thank you, Ad Ninja Theory, for Hellblade Senua's sacrifice. It saved my son's life. After playing it through, he asked to go to the hospital for help. He couldn't take everything he'd been dealing with and had a plan to kill himself. The game changed his plan. Thank you. Damn. Which is exactly what uh, Ninja Theory wanted to do with the game. They wanted to raise awareness about mental health issues. And really, the end result of that is is not just getting like you know society as a whole to understand that this these are illnesses that are treated and they shouldn't these people shouldn't be vilified for having mental issues, um, and to encourage people who have mental issues to understand that that they need help and it's okay to go out and get help. And if they were successful even once and saved someone's life with it, and we can't be sure that this kid would have done it, but let's assume that he would have. If they were successful even once. That's worth it. They did a good thing by making that stupid, shitty fucking game. And I feel like now that this has happened, I can't shit on Hellblade anymore. <laughs> no, you know, no, no, no. We are honor bound to shit on Hellblade because no one else will do I, that it. That is true. That is true. Everyone's singing the praises. So, like, I've watched some of it, and I was I really liked that giant wolf fight. In just the visuals Hellblade? of it. Yeah, we're like the the dis- the wolf that keeps appearing and disappearing and keeps getting bigger and bigger. I don't think I played that part. I don't remember that. It's like it's like really wispy. Like the only thing that's on screen is like the giant wolf and her, and it's like kind of a gray. There's a lot of like shadows being casted. Hellblade. I don't. Remember I think you might that. be thinking of a different game. Hellblade's no, Fenrir encounter belongs in the pantheon of great boss fights, and here's a screenshot yeah. of her fighting this giant wolf thing. But it's not really a wolf thing. It also kind of looks like it's got like a bunch of tusks coming out of it in every direction. Oh. Well, Fenrir's okay. German for wolf. Yeah. I remember yeah. that okay. now. Okay. Okay. Hmm. But actually playing the game itself is never any no, fun. No. Oh. The, com- the combat Ever. is super shallow. The The puzzles the are beyond stupid. They're oh. so bad. But anyway, but, but again, saved a young man's life. That's fine. I am not shitting on them doing what they wanted to do or 
Of course, if it saved a man's life, awesome. But the game itself is yeah. still not good. It's, uh, I'm sorry. Fenrir is not the German word for wolf. Forget all the bullshit well. I'm saying. <laughs> it's just a, it's like a deity. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Torchlight Frontiers was announced this week. It apparently, quote, expands the Torchlight universe with multiplayer and is notably not being developed by series stewards Runic Games on account of that studio not existing anymore. Yeah, well, thing I... the first. Good job putting, you know, a, a woman of color front and center in that trailer. Appreciate that. And nothing else. There's no actual gameplay in that trailer. It looks, it looks a lot more gaudy than the game used to be. Like, I think they're keeping a couple of the monster designs. I'm not sure that this is even a Diablo game. It's probably not going to be. No. Runic is dead. I don't know what this reanimated corpse is. Yeah, I... Um, no. Not... I am not interested. In not only that, is. but when this did Torchlight 2 Torchlight come out? 3. God, it's 2012, right no, after that's Borderlands not so long 2. At all. Okay. No, but it's a while. Okay. It sold, like, 6 million copies just on hmm. PC. Like, and it's Torchlight only 2... on PC. Torchlight 2 never saw a console not release. Not that I know. Nope. Yeah. And it's it did. The first good. one did. The second one did not. My favorite gunslinger class in any Diablo game. So much yeah, fun. It was, it was, it was so, so yeah, yeah. M- my two gentlemen here are quite distressed at this news. Yeah. Well, yeah, pretty... For a second, for a second, like two minutes when, when Chamberlain first sent me that, I forgot that Rune mm-hmm. was dead. Uh-huh. So I was, I was a roller coaster. Yeah, but so now, as far as I'm concerned, we can look at that game the way we're currently looking at Darksiders Three. I don't like having two Fair of enough. these. <laughs> uh. You know, best case scenario, it may end up looking way better. Just wait. Like maybe they're throwing millions of dollars maybe, at this on account maybe, of the maybe, multiple maybe. millions the last one sold. Why not? It certainly yeah. sold better than Darksiders Two. That's true. That's killing me. Uh. I mean, well, then Darksiders 2 got a better-looking re-release. That was a best-case scenario. If if it, if that game ever was going to get a, like a decent chance of catching on, it's had two chances. That's just a shame. Well, I mean, you know, it, the the remasters did well enough for to encourage them to make Darksiders 3. So, I just want more people to play Darksiders. <laughs> I think that's the 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 best action Diablo hybrid that will ever be. Hmm. I that's one of the best loot grinds of any game I've ever played. Yeah, that's probably yeah, that's, that's I don't probably know why. True, yeah. I don't know why everyone's not ripping off the possessed weapons. Those were really brilliant. Were. You're right. You could just you could customize your yeah. best weapon by devouring thousands of lesser weapons. It was fucking really great. <laughs> uh <clears throat> okay, so a studio no one's ever heard of working with Devolver Digital called Nomada Studio announced a chill platformer called Grease this week with a gorgeous trailer. So we all watched that trailer. And yeah. we can all say that that's that's one hell of a hell. That of a is a really really good looking game. Yep, and that's all we yeah. can say. That's yeah. That that's it. I see some pretty platformers platforming, like how the trees just sort of like are like they grow yeah, like, leaves, like, like throwing, they follow like a, like like a, a carpet like a, uh, rolling out. Yeah, like a carpet or like a, like yeah. a tablecloth being draped yeah, over and, the and, table. The, and the way the way that her cloak acts as she flies up, like it, the animation, the presentation of that. Is stunning. It's absolutely yeah. breathtaking. It doesn't I look fun to play. Uh, you know what else took my breath away? We happy few. Uh, closer to that, to this is uh, remember Jotun? Hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. So this now that studio went on to make something better much. after Jotun. But but you know what? At the same time, I think about like when we were emailing back and forth about this game over the week, and some of the guys were like, you know, this this just doesn't look fun at all. And I agree. 
I agree. Nothing in that trailer actually looks fun, but, you know, Flower didn't look very fun either. And that was still a very worthy experience to have. Yeah, yes, so was. I'm, that's, that's kind of where I'm at with this. I'm not like all hyped to, for the fun of bouncing around this world, because it doesn't look fun to bounce around, but it looks like a really neat experience. And I really want to see the rest of that. I want to see every fucking thing that whoever animated that swallow did. Because that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I, I do love, like, just fluid 2D animation to yes. death. And yes. Uh, Bethesda's Todd Howard said this week that Fallout 76's PvP combat is opt-in. To initiate it, you shoot at someone to deal a little bit of damage, and then if they want to fight you, they shoot back, and now you both deal full damage. But if they kill you without you ever shooting back, they're tagged as a murderer, and then they are shown on everyone else's map, and everyone else is encouraged to hunt them down and kill them. That is yeah. neat. So it, it's a way of punishing griefers, That's I a- guess. That's a good idea. But if I can't deal full I'll damage when attacking someone, how am I going to kill them? Well, you have to wait for them Very to slowly. initiate another fight. That way it's fair. If they don't want to fight you, you shouldn't be forced to... Like, I hate invasions in Dark Souls. I really do. It, I feel like it, more often than not, I just waste yeah. my time. And I love how this is gives you an option to just flick them off. Yeah. I, I agree. like that. I'm... I'm warm. I like what I hear so far, but I'm worried it's just Fallout Four with a different skin. I feel like they need to upgrade the visuals a little. No, I think it's yeah, basically going to be using the same engine. I don't think you can expect too much in that regard. Um, But what I'm concerned about is what would sell me on this game is single player footage of people, or it's just single player content. Give me like a really fun mission I can do on my own that expands the lore. Yeah, show just but show me that. Like show me a 20 minute mission. Where I don't bump into other players. Just show me a video of that, and maybe I'll become yeah. really interested in Fallout 76. But all we've seen so far is four people running around together doing wacky hijinks. Yeah. I, I do like how junk is just one, you know, anal- uh, amalgam of resources and not something you have to pick through. You have, like, junk is just junk. There's no ceramic, there's no screws or bullshit. Uh, yeah, I'm after playing Fallout Four for too much. I'm sick of that. I don't need. To, I don't ever need to deal with that. I admit, ever again. I kind of like that in Fallout Four. That that I that I, I knew you. that this toy car was actually worth something. You know, <laughs> I have played Survival too much. I'm sick of it. Sick so dead. So sick of it. Gotta find one screw. One screw. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and like you're like you've picked over all the screws, and none of your vendors are selling screws. And you're like, well, I've just went to three different settlements to find screws, and that's that's ten minutes gone. <laughs> Uh, Cuphead has now sold over 3 million copies. Triple platinum. Oh, that well makes me happy. deserved. Yeah. Expansion next year, I believe. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2 got a big-ass gameplay trailer. I, I don't like their trailers. I don't like... Oh, what are you talking I, about? This is how Rockstar has like... done trailers since Max Payne 3. I don't like it. I, I feel like they're not... I'm not I mean, it's being sold to people who don't play games in a really sweaty kind of no way. you know what it is it is a preview article in video form it's it's the article that yeah. we would read from a dozen different sites all saying the same shit because this is what they saw but it's explaining it in the way that they want the media to to explain it to people and that's why you have this very calm woman explaining how things work and it's no it's it's good i i really appreciate it's- it it's a lot of information. Have you ever? Did you ever see Borderlands Two Hammerlock? Ah, uh, probably, but 
like this is the my favorite promotional trailer ever made. It's just ten minutes of Sir Hammerlock explaining Borderlands Two gameplay to you as in character. It's not really funny, but it's kind of cute. It's just a lot of exposition, really well written. I, I think like if if there was ever a class taught on how to sell video games, I would have an entire lecture on it. Hmm. I think it's brilliant. But is there any evidence that that specific trailer actually did anything? Because when I think of an effective trailer for a Borderlands game, I think of um, the dubstep yeah, ones. I, well, that, that, yeah, that dubstep came out before, but this came and, out like in Cage yeah. the Elephant. Yeah, yeah that was it. That catapulted that song to number one in the states because that was a good fucking trailer. Man, Gearbox has a great guy picking. They really the do. <laughs> they really do. Although he was very late on the heavy train. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That wasn't. But theirs. that was a great. That uh, was actually, a great intro. Arkham. Arkham City. Actually, yeah, they did. They did. And that was a great trailer. That was a great, a great fucking trailer. Song. That's a great fucking album. It really is. I mean, every heavy, heavy album is good. Was it House That Dirt oh, Built? Yeah. Right. yeah. Um. Oh yeah. For the listener, if you don't know, look up a band called The Heavy. Start. Start oh, yeah, by right. listening to uh, Short Change yeah. Hero, Colleen, Sixteen. And I'm going to say, oh no, not you again. You've heard them. Like they, they did How yeah, You Like yeah. Me Now. You've yeah, heard you've that heard, song. You've heard them in the commercials, but anyway. Uh, so yeah, that, no, I thought that trailer looked fucking amazing. Like I, I, that game can't be anything but a day one. Yeah. Nope. There's, yeah, there's no way that's, I mean, I, I, I already have oh. it paid for. It's, it's pre-ordered and done and I, oh yeah. What's weird is, I I love when Rockstar takes himself a little bit seriously. Yeah, because they can do something that is genuinely really evocative and moving and beautiful when they try to, and they really achieved that a lot of many times in Red Dead Redemption, but yeah. n- barely ever in a Grand Theft Auto. Um, the the quest line with someone who's either God or the devil, you yeah. never know, is one of the best of ever played. But but it also it has Rockstar silliness in it. What and I-, I was talking to I. Th- I think it was my brother because um, it's his birthday this my older brother it's his birthday this month and so i'm like okay like uh and i don't think he listens to the podcast so i don't mind saying i already got him the nendroid diva <laughs> i'm really happy about that but i also want to get him like something that he actually i know that he wants um so i said okay so do you want me to like pre-order red dead redemption 2 for you and he's like yeah i don't know like I don't, I don't think I want that. He's, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You don't want Red Dead Redemption 2? She's like, it's just that every time I go to the town, there's a woman getting raped out in front of the saloon. It just really brings me down. I'm like, wow, I never, I never knew that. <laughs> this stuff bothered you. What? Because like, he is not, he has never voiced any kind of socially conscious shit to me ever. In fact, whenever he tells <laughs> stories about the people he works with, he comes across as really racist. But, <laughs> But so yeah, that blew me away. He wants me to pre-order Spider-Man for him. Okay, yeah, Spider-Man yeah. looks good. But be between good. the two, I wouldn't pick fucking well, Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm not no. going with Insomniac over Rockstar for an open-world game. That's insane. I'll get both, yeah. like a good gamer. <laughs> hey, they—they're okay. Good news, bad news. They're remaking Lady and the Tramp with that new, you know, photorealistic animal thing uh-huh. they're doing. Guess who's playing Lady? Um, a cocker spaniel, I would hope. No, but oh, like the um, Amy Adams, Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. Holy shit! Uh, Valkyrie. Yeah. What? But she's got. Does she actually have an accent in real life? 
She can do well. Both. Yeah, I mean, anyone can do an American accent. That's true. It's always yeah. funny when they do. Well, it's it's good when I can't. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever watched Jim Jeffrey stand up when he just lapses into an American accent? It's not great. He, I think his American accent is hilarious. I don't. know. No, he sounds he like you sound to us. <laughs> he hits his arse. Wait, too hard. what? I what does tell. that mean? <laughs> he sounds American. He does. Okay. He does. He okay. sounds like such a per- he does a perfect American white guy. Anyway, uh, okay. Finally, this week, a lot of good, a lot of good gameplay. This week, we saw thirty minutes oh. of Doom Eternal. Oh yes. I, it looks kind of the same. I don't give a shit. I yeah, want more Doom. Yeah, and and that's that's exactly what we wanted it to be. You know, we we didn't like. It would have been nice if the graphics were somehow better. Uh, but I don't actually, know they looked a little possible, worse. Honestly, as far as like the, I think they. It's early yet. It's not done. I think it's... they spent. Uh, I think they're spending a lot of the rendering power on the scale of those areas. Yeah. Or enemy AI. Huh? I didn't notice any particularly good enemy AI. I thought I the, like I thought the, the um the uh oh, the the uh the, the little demon the fireball dudes who were climbing imps. walls. I forget what imps. Yeah, I thought they. They they pulled some decent tactics on me, everyone. Yeah, but it wasn't like I wasn't thinking of them the same way I thought about like the grunts in Halo or the elites. True, yeah. true. Okay, those guys were yeah, like that, that. That never they, they never seemed that intelligent to me. Point is, yeah, we wanted we wanted Doom Eternal to be Doom Two, basically. That's exactly what the fuck mm-hmm. it is. That's exactly what it is. But it's you more can now... spelled M O A R. You, you you now can invade other people's games as demons? Yeah, apparently. I'm sure you can turn that shit off. They're doing that. I'm sure you can turn that shit off. Yeah. I don't understand why you would want to do that. It seems like you would drop in there being very underpowered. It's like, yeah, hi, I'm, I'm cannon fodder. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> you have ten guns. So, you've got a shotgun with some sort of grappling mm-hmm. hook on it. How cool is that? <laughs> That's fucking awesome. And... And oh. a big part of what made the first game so successful was how quickly and how much freedom you had in navigating the environments. And this is just another tool to do that. And it offers you so much more freedom than you had before. Like, fuck, it looks fun. It does. It does. It really and does. I was kind of disappointed that we didn't, like, you know, the Dooms and the weapons in Doom are always the classics. And I'm always kind of disappointed that there's never something crazy and new in a Doom game that's as awesome as the double barrel shotgun or the BFG. Um, like, there's never anything better than those guns. Uh, but at the same time, it's always a comfort to see them. <laughs> yeah, you... and I, I like having to use all your weapons. Like, using a weapon until it runs out of juice and then trying out a new toy. And then just run, you don't really worry about running out of ammo. You worry about running out of a certain strategy. Yeah. You know? And you have to just keep changing it up and running around with your head cut off. And it's It fun. is. It is. It's, it's just a classic, arcadey, twitchy atmospheric shooter that rewards exploration I, I, with these big sprawling levels. I can't levels. believe we got stuck. Yeah. I can't believe we got stuck in cover shooters for so long. It was a style for a while. It really was. I've never had fun with Gears of War. No, I Gears of War sucks. Ever. I go, oh, no. no. Yeah, it does. No. Gears of War yeah, does, does not suck. Gears of War is the best of its kind uh, of no, shooter. No, it's not. The, oh, the best cover-based. cover-based shooter don't you dare say Uncharted. I swear I to God. I honestly think Uncharted is, was better. Especially no. the specifically, third one. No. Specifically, Uncharted 3. No. And Uncharted 3 is not the best no. game in the series, but in terms of action, no. yes, it is. The oh, man. The, the, the yeah. flipping flippin', uh, 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 cruiser? No. Cru- cru- uh, cruise ship? Oh, yeah, the flipping cruise ship. But but even, even just, even just when, when a grenade lands by you, 
and you have the opportunity like, oh, 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 you grab it and you throw it back. And then everyone dies for cover and you take that opportunity to leap over the cover and the AI is going crazy. And like you're, you're, you're shooting a guy, then you jump and punch him in the face. I'm sorry, yeah. but Gears of War. Everything you just described can happen in combat and gears. It's the same way. You, you can get a Bangalore thrown at you or a grenade. You can throw it really? right back. You can but hop I was over. Never, yes. I was you can never hop impressed. over a wall and chainsaw a guy. I mean, I was it's all n- right there. I was never impressed with the story or the Agreed. setting. Agreed. Like, like, Agreed. Yeah, like, like okay, that, okay, okay. That, that one desert, abandoned desert city near the end where you're just like, if you hit like a, a wall, you blast off the brick and you see this fresh wood underneath it. It was, it was beautiful. Yeah, the, my problem my problem with Gears has always been that in Gears you're doing this one thing. You're walking forward until enemies appear. Then you get behind cover and shoot at those guys. Then you walk forward until enemies appear. Then you get behind cover and shoot those guys. In Uncharted... Okay. Don't you fuck up that reload minigame. Don't you fuck it up. Oh, you fucked okay, it up. Actually, the, okay, active reload <laughs> I do think was actually one of the things that is a betterment to game mechanics. But no one has used uh, it. That's not true. Mercenary ever. Kings did. Why? Um, okay, we like West. <laughs> well, I'm day. sure there are others. I'm, sure, I'm 100% there are others. In fact, I just can't think of them off the top of my head beyond Mercenary Kings. I'm, I'm stunned there hasn't been a Borderlands 2 or Borderlands character that's used that. Hmm. Ooh, that I really would. Or just like a type of gun that does that. God, yeah. Borderlands. So anyway, act, active reload is good. But uh, graphically, Uncharted is better. In terms of narrative, Uncharted is better. In terms of variety ah. of gameplay, Uncharted is better. In terms of executing cover-based third-person shooting, Uncharted is better. In terms of no, mixing... I'll give you all of that. In terms of mixing it with stealth, Uncharted is better. No, the shooting in Uncharted is better. There's no stealth in there's, Gears ever. There's no stealth in Gears. Oh, you, you don't no, say. So you you'd say that, that, that Gears is lacking in that department compared to Uncharted. Well, I would, I would, I don't I would like agree with <laughs> I would agree with you that Chamber I don't, that Uncharted or that Gears is lesser in that department. I don't want stealth in my manly man shooting game. Thank you very much. Marcus Phoenix doesn't speak for nobody. He I, shoots you I in the do, face and then chains you on half. I adore Baird's voice actor. That dude is that's a funny motherfucker. Yeah. Marcus is a good character. Come on. Gears 4 was a little bit of like a, okay, this is just Gears again. Can we do something Yeah, but so was Uncharted really 4. Like, that, that, that genre is long in the tooth. That's why I'm kind of not really hyped I, for 2. I Raider. did play through that aircraft carrier part in the beginning of like the third game, I think, with one of the friend. I did like that. That was a good sequence. I didn't. I didn't like that at all. Yeah, I remember really? playing it and, and feeling like it was tedious. I liked the... I felt like that was the most impressive the lore had been up to that point. It's like how these people are just keeping together, just living on a boat. No, that aspect of it was interesting, but the gameplay itself I just found pedestrian. The the the, the locusts are boring as hell. I think they, they really dropped the ball on enemy design there. They're just gray, uh, you, yelly dudes. But then you got, by the third game, you've got like the mutant locusts who are kind of, kind of like a go gooey thing going on there that locusts hate them too, so they explode different. I don't know. <laughs> What you don't like? You don't like the guy, rocket launcher guys going boom? Okay, boomers were fun. Boomers hang on, were hang fun. on. Let, let me open this drawer. I think I have some more straws for Chamberlain to grasp at. I am a, <laughs> I am a Gears of War loyalist. I make no secret of that. <laughs> no, like 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 when the boomers kill you and they're still like boom. You're like okay, you got me. That's fair. This dumbass turd just wiped the floor with me. Yep. Yeah, that hurts. <laughs> yeah, I I, I am. I am a gear. I, I I will not say that like Gears Three is better than Uncharted Three, but I think the shooting in Gears is more fun than the shooting no. in Uncharted. Oh, 
I have one more. Um, I that is the first Gears is the one game where I I would throw grenades and it didn't land where I wanted to once. Those How grenades, could it not? yeah, it, it gives you an arc, like an arc. Yeah, I mean, you could point where you want it to grenades. go. Uh, you can't miss with those grenades yeah, unless you intentionally I miss. Kept it, doing it, man. I don't know. I, it, I just, it, it showed never... you exactly where it was going to go. Yeah. And the thing is. I don't. I didn't often miss with grenades in Uncharted either. And in Uncharted, you could just tap a button and he would fling it directly in the center of where the camera is pointing. It felt yeah. that fucking smooth. It was that good. All of Uncharted is that good. Where you can, like, I still remember the end of Uncharted 2 running away from that Warlord guy, running up a slope as he charges behind me, leaping off the slope, panning my camera behind me, and shooting him with a one-handed AK-47 as I go flying through the air. The game never told me that I could do that. But that's how good the mechanics of Uncharted are. Like, it is just the best cover-based third-person shooter. Like, when you meet that yak, he's like, that's a good-looking yak. I'm going to go talk to this yak. And the game's like, yeah, we worked really hard on that yak. Here's your achievement. I'm like, thanks, game. It is a nice yak. <laughs> Naughty Dog do take a lot of pride in what they do. That was a great fucking village. That may be the greatest village sequence I've ever played. Uh, I think you're being a bit generous, but... Not what? You get to play soccer with yeah, those I'm kids? I'm not saying that, you know, that the village sequence wasn't, wasn't awesome. I'm just saying that Kakariko Village, in a, any variety of Zelda games... Uh, is probably just as endearing in different ways. Well, I'm, Uncharted I'm does Uncharted does have the advantage of all of its games being by the same developer. Yes, that's a good point. Where Gears One, Two, and Three is one, Gears of War Judgment is a different, and Four, as I think I someone so. else. Well, I, I really wanted to play Judgment. I like the writing crew on that. Judgment was a good offshoot. It was all Baird, which made that's it more, why like, I wanted to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I really like um, uh, what's this is this guy used to write for, about video games for uh, Grantland wrote that game. I'm a huh. fan of his. What's his name? Uh, I don't know. Well, yeah. Anyway, we're still getting more Gears games, like two the next year, really? I think. Well, yeah. There's that. There's that like pop oh, Gears yeah, game yeah. that Gears of War is for kids, and then and hey, Gears Five has a trailer, and then look, Epic Games is like 20 minute drive from me. I, I'm shitting on. My home team. <laughs> so, I want to love them. I really See, do. See, actually, you know what I would like more than a new Gears game? Bulletstorm 2. I really liked Bulletstorm. That would be good. I thought, like, it, the humor eventually wore me down, and I loved it. But that was not, uh, that was People Can Fly. That was not, that was not that Epic was produced it. But it was, it was Cliff Bozinski. No. He was no, involved. No. Yeah. People Can Fly is painkiller. That's there. Yeah. There of that. They're a good dev. They're working on. Some, they they just come up with something. They worked. On they worked on a bunch game. of of the multiplayer stuff for several of the Gears games, and then Epic went to them yeah. and said, you know, make whatever you want, and we'll publish it basically. And then they made yeah. they and made they, Bullet they Bulletstorm. Yeah. Like that. So. The, the the villain keeps getting funnier to like the last second of that game, <laughs> and I really liked that. Like as soon as you think you've beaten him, he's still gonna find a way to be this this this. Was comically over um, super dick. Yeah, he's just he's a huge. Uh, he's a what's the word I'm looking for? Foul mouth. Something better than foul mouth. He just curses a blue streak in the most like infantile way possible. And he's just, I end in the end. I loved him. The point of all this is that we can't wait to play Doom Eternal. <laughs> yes, that was a hell of a tangent. I apologize. <laughs> no, no, we we can't play Doom Eternal now, so we might as well talk no, about something. Good. But that's I, true. 
There was no date anywhere no. in that trailer, no. was there? I, 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 think, trailer. I think we have a 2019, and that's all we know. Son of a bitch. But even... Like that could be the next generation of hardware. For we get we, know. we get Red Dead Two this year. I don't think it'll be next generation, but yeah, we get we get Red Dead Two. We get Spider Man. Um, That's pretty good. There's something else. What was I can't believe Dragon Quest Nine or not Dragon Quest Twelve. Something. Eleven. Thank you. Is it higher on your list? Because that's gonna it's be not... good. Well, this is the first like str- like real console Dragon in, Quest in, game in, in North America in almost ever. Like yeah. they. Well, since 2004. No, it's 2000. Before Final Fantasy XII came out. Wait, oh, wait. Uh, hang on. Dragon Quest North America. I think it's 2005. Because it came with a demo of 12. American yeah. list of Dragon Quest media. Uh, yeah, not including all of Okay, let's... let's we're, we're not even last year. It's a great yeah. fucking game. List of games, Dragon Quest wiki... Uh, North media. North American release. The first three dragon, the first four Dragon Quests were localized. Then nothing until Dragon Quest Monsters. Okay, anyway, let's scroll down here. I think it was nine that actually came out here. Uh, no, it was seven it was... actually. No, it did come out for 3DS in 2016. Uh, eight came out in 2017 for the 3DS, and uh, yeah, okay, so 3DS. It's just basically been exclusive to 3DS for years. Okay, but the, but like they haven't been like like graphics processing like co- real console games in a very like there was no, a, there was no. the Dragon Quest Builders I think, but like for like a main game. Yeah, it's the first one since 2005 to be like yep. a main yep. console release. So that should be good. That yep. that will be good. Uh, it looks a lot like eight, honestly. No, that's dr- fine. Yeah, eight. Look, Dragon eight Quest gorgeous. Nine was exclusive. Was was DS. Uh, prior to that, it was. Well, wait, there is no Dragon Quest eight. Ten. There is no Dragon Quest Ten even on this list. I think they're counting either the MMO or Dragon Quest Builder. No, that's ridiculous. There was an MMO, I thought. No, there was, no, th- there's there was never a been a Dragon Quest MMO. MMO. There's, there's been a, there's no, been two no, Final Fantasy, Fantasy MMOs. No. Oh wait, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of the uh, not the MOBA, but the uh, 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 Dungeon oh Warrior. Warriors. Oh yeah, those are yeah. actually both pretty there's, good. There's Warriors and Builders. Anyway, there's actually two. Well, Warriors okay, games, you know what? Anyway. Like maybe it'll be higher on my list if I ever play a Dragon Quest game. Get get eight. Uh, you know what? Really I think good. I'm going to start with eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Besides, as I recall, eight has some problematic characters. Yeah, it's a low cut dress and a twelve year old girl. Uh, ah. Very well endowed young woman, as mm-hmm. I recall. So yeah, I'm good. But uh anyway. <clears throat> that's all I got. Alright. That's all I got too. We I got missed a... you, Chamberlain. Oh, I'm happy to be back. I, I, I need to steal myself because the First episode of Walking Dead final mm. season is out, and I'm a sucker, so I I'm, bought it. I'm looking forward to hearing how how Clem's story goes. So I will. Clem uh, looks pissed. Oh, oh yeah. She okay. It's a quick tangent. I actually think that last season was pretty good because Clem was like a side character. Oh really? Oh yeah. It wasn't really even about her. Okay. She was there, but it was about this other group of people. Uh, New Frontier, and I can't forget their names. Clem was there, and you realize that she is becoming this antisocial, like, mean, just killer. Mm-hmm. And that's where it ends up. She just leaves to find the kid. And obviously, from the trailers, she's found the kid, and they found this kind of, like, enclave that's just children. 
Oh, wow. And you know it's going to go poorly because of course it is. Oh, man, so, she's going to sacrifice herself to save the kids. It's it's going to be, it's. I, I, this is a short season. It was only 20 bucks. I think it's only four episodes. Oh. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I don't I don't think she's gonna make it to the end. I I'll just hope sad. they don't I hope they don't make the little kid shoot her. Oh man. Fuck if they yeah. if they do a Lee two point I'm gonna be fucking pissed. They, they can't do her like Lee, but she gonna die. I hope she doesn't for the record. Yeah, it'd be more surprising if she didn't, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, and she's, that would be better. She's it a would. mess now, though. She's like missing a finger on one hand. She's got scars on places. It's just she has well, a thimble, and she's opening tears in time and space. <laughs> anyway, that's the plan. So, thank you both again for taking care of things while I was gone. My pleasure. I, I needed to. I needed to learn to step it up. I made hey. notes and stuff. I prepared. Talk more. Yes. Don't do play-by-play on turn-based card games. I have learned this lesson. Never again. <laughs> Never again. Alex, thank you for being here. Yes, sir. Chance, thank you for talking. My pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. What a-